Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host, with you. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Russell? I'm good, thank you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for a new morning, a new day. We thank you that we are well rested overnight for the sleep that you have blessed us with. There are many that struggle to sleep, Lord. We thank you that you grant us that rest and a renewed energy to begin with this new day. We thank you for adding this new day to our life. And there are many that have slept and have not woken up this morning. We thank you, Father, that you are merciful. That you have loved us with an everlasting love. And you are not willing to change it. You are unchangeable. And all you want is for us to come back to you and to have that relationship with you. To rebuild from where Adam left. You see him in each of us. That same one that you formed and fashioned with all your love and breathed life into him. You breathe life into us as well now. When you give us your spirit, and through your spirit, you make known your thoughts and your will to us, Father. We thank you. We thank you that you have called each of us here by name to be with you. We could have been anywhere else. We could have been busy with our own carnal lives. And yet in all of that, Lord, here we are in your presence. And every time you call us into your presence, you being the giver, teaching us how to give, all that you do is only give. You give of your peace, you give of joy. That which fills us, keeps us calm and focused, even in the middle of our troubles. That peace which only you can give and no one can take away. In your peace and joy that is beyond all our understanding. So that when we believe and trust on it and we focus on you, when we release our faith, we are able to stay calm and not be distracted by all the, by all the fears the enemy wants to put into our lives, all the doubts through every evil report that he presents to us. Through all the storms that brew around us in our lives. It gives us the confidence that when we are with you, our Father. You bless us. You guide us with your eye. You teach us through your spirit, granting us revelation, but also granting us wisdom and understanding. You said, Lord, let him who lacks understanding ask. Lacks that wisdom, let him ask and you shall give unto him the full measure. We ask for that wisdom this day to go through every care and every concern that we have brought forward into this new day. And your peace and your joy, Father, we share 
with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those that have no one to pray for them, all those that do not know how to pray. All those that are called Christians and yet only treated as a religion do not yet know you. And all those that have chosen not to know you and stay away from you. That every veil that blocks their view of you, we torn apart. That every lie that stands in between as a tall mountain, every false doctrine, let that be cut down. That the path before them be flattened and they are able to turn back to you. They are able to arise and come back into the Father's house where there is mercy, where there is grace, where there is peace, where there is favor, and where there is love. And as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our God, the name of our Creator, the King of Kings. The one who is our strength and our shield. Oh Lord, to you alone do we surrender our spirit. Let our spirit yield. Let our body and our soul be humbled. In submission to that spirit which bows to you in reverence. You are a strong tower. The one who is ever faithful. The one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. On the mercy seat. We call on your name, Father. And on the name of Jesus, your son, the one who taught us faith, who taught us prayer, the one who exemplified life the way it should be. That life of abundance that you wanted to give Adam and through Adam to all of us. He showed us how to live that life. Help us to understand, Lord, the aspects of that life from your word that you teach us. Your word that has captured Jesus' life there. So that John 10.10 10 is fulfilled in each of our lives. He is the author and finisher of our faith and our destiny. For whatever you have written in your word is what you have in store for us, for our destiny, your prophecies, your principles, and your promises. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of truth, the spirit of life, the spirit of light. The spirit of resurrection who raises us up from a situation of death, of iniquity, of sin. Lost in carnality to be raised through your light into life and into abundance in your kingdom. It is he who heals our backsliding, who convicts us, never willing to condemn, never points a finger. That is only done by Satan, the accuser. Holy Spirit never makes us feel guilty but will pull us up and help us rise up again. We pray in his name the father of all spirits to whom every spirit in the universe is subject. 
And when we speak under the authority of the name of Jesus, it is he, the scepter of this king of kings, the symbol of his power through whom everything is executed. He hovers over every void, formless, hopeless situation in our life, every challenge, every storm, every situation of failure. And he gives it light. He gives it form. He gives it life. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with these, your advocates, Jesus in heaven, interceding at the right hand of God, the Father, the judge, the just judge, and the Holy Spirit, tabernacled here within our hearts, so that when we commune with him, when we worship with him, when we are one with him, join ourselves in our spirit. Through him, we draw strength. Through him, we are given revelation and understanding. Through him, we are able to fulfill and live the life of a fulfilled Christian life. We thank you, Lord, for our angels and for our destiny helpers, for our family members, for our friends, for all those provisions that you have made available in this life that we shall not lack, we shall not want. When you are a shepherd, it is you who are a protection, it is you who are a guidance, and it is you who make all of this provision available to us. Through your divine providence, through your riches in glory, through Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your favor on our lives. When all those times we have considered our own strengths, our own abilities, our own intelligence as the cause of all our successes in our lives. We ask for forgiveness, Lord. We thank you. We surrender all our crowns to you, all our achievements. We thank you, Jesus, that you made all those possible for us. This morning, as we continue on our prayer and reflection, we look at the third part in our series on the clay and the potter. Where in Jeremiah chapter 18, we were reflecting on verses 3 to 6. And in verse 6, he said, Like clay is in the hands of the potter, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. And we're looking at the steps that are involved in converting clay into a pot that is fit for use. And we've seen up to seven steps. The first one is the clay must first be dug. The second is the clay must be separated from all impurities and materials that are not clay. The third step was the clay is then washed. The fourth one is it is soaked. The fifth step is the clay is beaten and flattened. The sixth step is the potter then puts it on his wheel. The center of his will. And the seventh step is the clay is stretched and pulled apart again. So that our Christian experience grows on all sides. So that when we are molded, we can take the character and likeness of Jesus. And today we continue on step number eight, where the potter now starts to give the pot its shape. 
It is on his wheel once again. In the center of his wheel, after he has stretched and pulled it apart, he puts it back again. And as the wheel is spinning, is now starting to give it shape. This time, it is taking uniform shape. And as he starts to mold it with his fingers, with his palms, he takes it deep, he raises it tall, he makes it wide, fit for its purpose. Each pot is different and will effectively be used for different purposes. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 says, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. This is the, the, the process of that transformation where we are being shaped by his own hands and fingers to take on his character with ever-increasing glory. Our ability to carry his presence, to host his anointing is also being increased. And this is the image that he had in mind when he created man. But we, out of our weakness and vulnerability, did not suspect Satan and we let Satan deform the shape of our pot through sin. Every sin made a dent until there was no pot left anymore. Just a lump of dirt that got thrown into the pit. And that's where our potter restarted with us again. He picked us up from that pit. But now remolded. And every pot that he is molding is different. Ephesians 4 verse 11 and 12 says, He gave some to be apostles, some prophets and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Each pot is different and made fit for purpose, for different purposes, just as there are many parts in the body, but it is one body of Christ. And then step nine, just when you think the vessel is ready for use, he puts it on the shelf. Why does he put it there? To dry to harden and to become strong. God has not formed you and left you. He has not forgotten you. Where many of us are asking this question in our journey today. Lord, why did you show me the vision that I would be preaching in a stadium? That I would be teaching your word one day? that I would be conducting miracles and healing services, that I would work in ministry for you. Why did you give me a prophecy that I would heal people and now am I sitting here and waiting and nothing is happening? I pray and people aren't really getting healed yet. I lay my hands on the sick and they don't recover. And I ask you, but you do not answer. I call on you on your name. I cry out and yet you won't even reply. 
why he has put you on that shelf he is growing you intrinsically internally is making you strong before he sends you out like a sheep among wolves matthew 10 verse 16 jesus said i am sending you out like sheep among wolves therefore be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves we have to pick up those traits and maintain our humility as well at the same time he wants us to be innocent as doves but to be shrewd as snakes so that all the wiles and all the temptations of the enemy cannot get us he is building that wisdom that understanding and that resilience to withstand and to overcome he is letting you dry is letting you harden so that you're no longer soft and to become strong on the shelf and the important thing to remember at this stage is what he said in hebrews 13 verse 5 i will never leave you nor forsake you he wants you to seek him more to go deeper it is like the parent who takes their child to the kindergarten for the first time and the child has never been with strangers before this even if it is for a few hours and then the parent all of a sudden leaves them to be busy with a carer or a teacher there or with other children and hides around the corner to see what the child will do will he cry in helplessness or will he manage himself this is what your father wants you to do as well he is waiting and watching he wants us to go deeper in the word to build our understanding to learn more so that out of that wisdom then can we confidently stand what we do not know will always hurt us can always work against us cannot work for us because we do not know and satan tries to take advantage of that ignorance which is the primary reason that all christians suffer this day everyone that suffers suffers just like the lord said my people suffer for the lack of knowledge he wants us to gain that knowledge and he says let him who lacks wisdom ask and through my spirit i shall make it available on our part all we need to do is maintain and build on our commitment to spend time with the word to read consistently and leave the understanding to him when we ask he gives the full measure without grudge without holding back that's james 1:5 next is step 10 the potter now takes the pot from the shelf and puts it in a furnace of fire god takes you off the shelf and you might get excited to to see that finally lord you have answered me when i have been searching for you and there was pin drop silence no answer 
Now you've finally taken me off the shelf. And then when we are all excited, he suddenly puts us into the furnace, in the line of fire. The fire scorches the pot, but that baking makes it tough and ready to use. That it is no longer soft and can be deformed. That it will maintain, retain and hold on to its shape no matter what you put in it. That it cannot be easily dented. So it is with God. He builds endurance to run the race before he can send us into ministry. He tests us to see if we are ready to use. That's the baking where you read from Matthew 10 verse 17 onwards. I encourage all of you to read the next few verses from there. And Jesus, after saying, I am sending you out like sheep and wolves, like sheep among wolves, says persecution will come. Men will deliver you up to authorities and make all sorts of false cases against you like they did to me. Controversies may entangle you. People may want to pull you down. Accusations can come. But hold fast, hold steadfast in the fire, knowing that the testing of your patience produces endurance. That is James 1 verse 3. And then step 11, the vessel is now ready and is put to use. 2 Timothy 2 verses 20 and 21 says, In a great house, there are not only vessels of gold or of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from all these things, and he spoke about all the iniquities in the verses before that. If a man therefore purge himself from all these things, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. It is that that we must strive to become. It is that that he is preparing for, preparing us for. That stage where we can then become carriers of his glory. We can then fulfill his will. We can then effectively conduct works of ministry. A vessel that is now ready to use. And he fills that vessel up with his glory. So that when he anoints that vessel with oil. Just like it is said in Psalm 24. This vessel as a cup now runs over. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. That we understand 
the process that you are putting us through. Where it seems that you do not really care about us sometimes. You picked us out of the dirt. You washed us and then you drowned us, soaked us. And then you tore us, pulled us apart again. And then you put us on the wheel, spinning us. And then you give us form and shape and you keep us aside and we can't hear you. And just when we think we're hearing you, you put us into the fire again. What a journey of this Christian life. But help us see through all of that in the spirit on how you are preparing us to be ready for whatever lies ahead. So that when we are submitted to you and the devil shows up, we're able to resist and he shall flee. We're able to teach, we're able to share, we're able to fulfill everything that Jesus asked us to do. And he gave us the authority to do it. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. For every request that is mentioned on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Especially the COVID disease. And all kinds of life-threatening sicknesses. We pray for all those that are battling challenges with their families. Where families are on the verge of breaking down. We pray for all those that are struggling with all kinds of strongholds, with all kinds of limitations, yokes around their neck that have kept your people pressed to the ground. Through poverty, through joblessness, through busyness in their carnal lives, through ambition in their professional lives, that everything else moves out of the way. Through addictions and all kinds of compulsive behaviors, To all vulnerabilities that have left us susceptible to the snares of the evil one. To mental disorders, to anxiety, to depression. All of those, Lord. In your name, Jesus, we come against all of these chains that have yoked your people. Especially the ones we now pray for. And we declare your authority over all of these. And in your name, Jesus, we rebuke them, we curse them, we bind them and cast them out. We declare every such chain broken in the name of Jesus. Cast them into the lake of fire and sulfur, never to return. For these are the children of your inheritance. We pray also for our own family members, especially the ones that are not yet saved, that have not yet experienced the birth in the spirit, their salvation, their renewal.
quicken them, O Father, and they shall call on your name. And everyone that calls on your name cannot end up in shame. This is our faith. We pray also for our own personal needs. We now connect with you in our spirit, O Holy Spirit. Joining our spirit to yours to be one spirit. Knowing that you make intercession on our behalf. So that when we are joined with you, that becomes our prayer of agreement. We agree with you in the spirit. And when we release our faith, this prayer must be an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of the tongues. To take that step of faith. To ask, for the, to ask the Holy Spirit to take over your tongue and to speak. <clears throat> Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Shanda <laughs> 
Sara 
The words that were spoken to me this morning were surrender all to me and I will mold you. The scripture I've been given is Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. Put off the old man that belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new man created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. And this is from Ephesians 4, verses 1 to 6, where it is written, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verse 14, where it says, Erasing the record that stood against us with its legal demands, he set this aside, nailing it to the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. Our topic is benefits of redemption. And we will learn that God has made a way to deliver us from the slavery of the kingdom of darkness to become heirs to the kingdom of light. 
we shall share links for people to join on zoom and on youtube later this morning on both our groups on whatsapp and on telegram please share those with all your friends and family and invite them to come and partake of that presence and if you are enjoying these teachings and the reflection sessions the prayer sessions including the rosary as well this evening please join our telegram group if you are not yet a part of that group so you can pray with others as well for all the prayer requests that have been mentioned there you can put your own requests too and please subscribe to our youtube channel i have just posted links to both these channels on our chat window right now you can copy those and share it with your family and friends if you are being blessed please share it to others and let them be blessed too copy that link paste it in your whatsapp group whatsapp messages and send it to everyone you can if you can't find it in the chat in case you are listening to this on youtube please look at the bottom of the youtube video description you will see a link to telegram there our group on telegram is now a public group you can actually go onto the telegram app and search for it find it and then join the group anyone can and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his love for us that jealous love that brings an overflow in our life that not just breakthrough comes once but it keeps repeating itself through repeated successes let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us carry our testimony and the gospel go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank God you, bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.